Hello and welcome to the Creative Champs Podcast. I'm your host, Kime, and I'm here to help you on your creative journeys. Now, this week's episode is inspired by the debacle that was my accountant situation. If you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen me speak about this on stories, but my usual accountant is unfortunately in and out of hospital and he promised me that he would file my taxes. My deadline is March, end of March, but he's uh, back in hospital. And I can't be like, oh, yeah, sorry that you're really sick, but can you file my taxes like you promised? So, yeah, I realised that I'm just going to have to source someone else, which was a whole bag of stress in itself. If you know, you know. I'm going to get into that a little bit later. What I'm going to start with is why I decided to set up as a limited company. Now, I'm asked this a lot in my sessions when I teach in universities and wherever. I'm constantly asked what the difference is and why I decided to set up as a limited company. So I thought, let me use this opportunity. Now, disclaimer, I am no accountant. I'm no financial professional, nothing of the sort. And you might have to actually verify this. But this is just my understanding. All right. So, yeah, the one of the key differences between being a sole trader and a limited company owner that I found was the liabilities and the fact that if your company owes money, yeah, if you're a sole trader, they're coming for all your shit. They're coming for your personal accounts. They're coming for they're coming for everything you've got, right? But then with a, a limited company, there's that separation to a certain extent because there are some unscrupulous organizations and companies out there who will come after your personal assets as well. But generally speaking, there is that sort of uh, there, there is that separation there and if you owe money through the business, then they'll come for your business accounts usually. Um, so that was one of the one of the reasons because I did want that separation. I didn't want all of my accounts to be amalgamated and all of that. I wanted to have that compartmentalization because I find it easier to deal with things when everything's got their own section. Yeah, everything's got their own little place and space. Just wanted to add this bit in, right? So the audio sounds a little bit different, but another reason why is because of how the tax is set up. Because the amount that you pay back on your profits within corporation tax, the percentage currently uh, is lower than income tax and we don't have to pay national insurance. But I do still file self-assessment, but because I pay myself so little, which I'll get into in a little while, I don't actually end up having to pay any tax on the on the self-assessment side of things. One of the main reasons why I actually did set up as a limited company was because of the tax payments as well. And also, generally speaking, I'm not really sure why this is, but this is just what I've learned and what I've been told and advised is limited companies get a little bit more credibility, especially when it comes to um, like, uh, what's it called? Uh, requesting money or loans and all that I haven't actually explored that side of things yet I've not had a single loan or I haven't even received funding or anything like that so in terms of how that goes with that I'm not too equipped to answer but one thing I do know is that yeah the limited companies do tend to have a little bit more credibility yeah there are a lot of um, pros and cons to both you know, some people might choose to stay as a um, sole trader because they might find it easier in terms of the paperwork and the filing and all that sort of stuff. I just, yeah, I just really wanted that. I just wanted a, a limited company where I can say, right, 
everything to do with the business is dealt within the business accounts and there's no confusion or worry about oh you know I've got to take from this account to give to that take from Peter to give to Paul and take from the personal to give to the ah, I didn't want that mess and I'm sure there are ways to do that but I don't want to I like things to be simple yeah for me the simplest option was to do that and in terms of setting it up it was very straightforward because I think a lot of people get sort of intimidated by the process they think oh it's going to be really difficult to set up a limited company it's such a a big thing and it's like it's not really well I realized once I actually started the process I was like oh that was easy and also another thing is when you set up as a limited company it's like that name that company name is yours it's different to a trademark but it's yours no one else can register the same company name sole traders the lines with that are a little bit blurred and I, I, yeah, it's just a little bit blurred. You might get businesses or people operating under uh, similar names, but they're not registered on Companies House. So it's like, well, you know, it's just a little bit. Eh. Yeah, so that helps with that as well. Now, in terms of the setting up, I paid. Uh, how much did I pay? Do you know what? I, I If I remember correctly, I don't think I paid a penny to set it up. I think because I set mine up through Tide and yeah, I, I set mine up through a bank account, something that they had going on and a registered business address. Now, this is what I'm going to say. Yeah. If you decide that you want to set up as a limited company, your address will be posted on company's house. It will be made public. So if you work from home like me, and you don't want your home address being listed publicly, then you'll need to buy yourself a registered business address. There are loads of these floating around. Mine currently is from your formations, your formations, London or something, your company formation. I don't know, something like that. But there are so many and I'm going to be changing it soon, actually, because it's time for renewal. And then I don't know what it is. Yeah, they'll charge you about maybe £60 for the first year. And then the second year, it's like, oh, it's £180 to renew. So that's when I that's when I leave. <laughs> that's when I find a different address so when you see the address change on my company's house listing that's why okay <laughs> yeah so um, there's loads there's registeredaddress.co.uk or registered service address oh, I don't know you just type if you just type in registered address or virtual address loads of options will come up and what they do is whenever I get uh, sort of letters and everything from HMRC they redirect them to my house they'll redirect them to my actual uh, place of residence. So there's no worries about post going there and me not receiving it. They'll let me know. They'll say, oh, you got this. And then they'll just, yeah, redirect it. So which, which is really cool and really helpful. Um, what else? Tax. So I, because I'm registered as a, I've, I run a, I'm a director of a limited company. I pay corporation tax and corporation tax is basically you pay tax on profit. Yeah, simplest way I can put it. And again, I'm no financial expert, but this is just my understanding, okay? Right, currently it's 19%, but as of April, it will be going up to 25% for people who make profit over 50K, I believe. I think it's 50K, don't quote me on that. But if you're not making profits over 50K, you ain't got nothing to worry about. You know, uh, they say it takes around seven years on average for companies to really start to, to break bank or make regular income or whatever the case is. So if you're feeling a way about that, about your own business and the, the profits and all that sort of stuff, 
don't beat yourself up about it honestly this is all a learning process for so many of us I mean before creative champs I'd never run a business before I'd operated as a freelancer but I'd never really run a company do you know what I mean and so we're all learning and enjoying and exploring and all the rest of it yeah I have to pay corporation tax and then I also pay self-assessment tax return because I pay myself in dividends and I pay myself in dividends only much to the dismay and upset of my accountant well my last accountant he's like no you need to pay yourself as a you need to pay salary and then blah blah but the thing is yeah I don't pay myself much at all you guys would be shocked if you knew how little I pay myself every month I only pay myself what I need literally I pay myself what I need I I I don't like to have money just sitting there if I don't need it I prefer to put it in pots I'll put it in pension pots tax pots oh before I yeah with the tax pots so what I do is I put aside 20% of every sale into a tax pot so that when my tax bill does come around I've got money there ready and waiting to pay and sometimes you might find that you have tax allowable expenses that actually mean you don't have to pay as much tax as you might have thought so it's nice to just have it there ready just in case yeah so you can either choose to have like 20% of every sale or 25% of every sale uh, or you might choose to just do a monthly roundup where you just segment off 25% of your profits uh, or your income or whatever uh, at the end of every month it's up to you but I did find it helpful to put aside some for that because you never know (laughs) you need to put some aside because we're the limited company you have to have the money to pay your tax you have to have the money to pay your tax on your profits otherwise yeah them fines they come in thick and fast and mm, they're not relenting at all all right Uh, there may be some allowances like in my case because my account is in hospital I was able to get an extension of three months so I don't actually have to file them for an additional three months because it was originally due at the end of this month but funnily enough I have actually managed to get it sorted so it will be filed on time still even though I've got the extension because I just want to get it out of the way because it's stressful accounting is stressful isn't it like honestly uh, when you're dealing with that for the first time it's like oh it's it's let me get into the accountant thing, right? Okay. So the first time I looked for an accountant, the I was just looking for someone to file my corporation tax return. And you have to file it on company's house and HMRC and all this. I didn't know what to do. I, I didn't have a Scooby. I was like, all right, I don't have a, I don't have a clue. So what I did was I went on Google. I was like, yep, yeah, uh, I'm going to search this person and that person. And they were like, oh, um, you have to um, you come in for an uh, interview with us and then because I was just asking them for quotes and they were like yeah if you just come in with your ID um, and then we can I'm like no I just want to know how much does it cost why do I have to bring in my ID I was like what kind of protocol and they were like yeah well it's policy and I'm like well fucking policy I'm not why do I why do I have to bring my personal identification to get a quote why and I asked one of them that I said why do I have to bring that he says oh it's just the way we do things I said you know what you can go to hell and then one of the accounting firm accounting accounting firms that I called up I asked them I said how much would it cost for you to file my corporation tax and they were like oh we don't really offer that as an isolated service but what we do do is uh, we will have to sort of 
charge you for every month that we have to file your your transactions for um so if we just top that up we're looking at about maybe 2600 hey i nearly farted i said excuse me 2600 for you to file my corporation tax because i haven't been accounting i haven't been um on your books for i was like raw is this how much this kind of thing costs and i was like I was I was shitting myself. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is really expensive. I didn't realize it would cost this much. So I was like, all right, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? I went on um there was this website called Crunch, but it, it wasn't it it wasn't really for me. I just I uh yeah, I it wasn't what I was looking for. So and they were also saying that if I wanted to get my limited uh, if I wanted to get my corporation tax done by them they would have to charge me a monthly fee for every month that they would have to reconcile and all that and also an additional fee for the process itself and if I wanted it fast-tracked because it takes them 12 weeks on average then that would be an additional 300 pounds it was like yo the total ended up being like eight nine hundred pounds I was like this is just no I don't want to pay that much so I was like right what are my options here I decided to go on Upwork. Now, Upwork, I was a little bit like, oh, I don't know, like, it's a bit risky. But I, that's where I found my accountant, uh, John Knotts, but he is in hospital. So, you know, I, I don't know. You can try it, but nah. he, but he charged me 125 quid to, and what he did was he reconciled all of my transactions on QuickBooks he did up he created my dividend vouchers he uh you know all the trial balance sheets all the sheets that the accounting people have to do and he filed it to company's house and everything he did absolutely everything he saved me some tax as well because he um applied you know he told me all about the tax allowables and all that sort of stuff he really got my tax bill down and he has about 20 to 30 years experience so I was like all right cool and he likes to sort of do this on the side as well as um work within his firm as well it just you know so yeah I paid 125 pound for that service and then he was about to do it again this year but then he ended up in hospital and this year would have cost 150 which is I'm happy days like happy days but then when I had to search again it was like oh my gosh this is very stressful because I um yeah I had tried to use QuickBooks and Zero about a year ago and my brain was fried I was like nope but then I tried again I said let me try this Zero thing again and I tell you what this time around I get it I understand it I've reconciled all of my transactions all 437 of them I <laughs> I sorted all of that out and with zero I was able to generate like general ledger sheets and balance sheets trial balance profit and loss and all them things so I was like yeah my accounts are in order so they can't come and tell me oh we've got to we've got to sort out and reconcile all your transactions no because I've done it already so let me go back out there and then someone gave me a, a number to call and well, not someone, many people actually, <laughs> many helpful people. Thank you, by the way, uh, to everyone. Uh, I called up one of them and I asked him, I said, how much would it cost for you to file my CT600? This man talk about £650. You don't have a website and you're talking about £650. 
as I, you know, as I started to understand exactly what it is that they have to do. I just don't understand, you know, the when you're filling out the form on the the on Copenhagen's house and HMRC, I don't really understand what the terms mean, which is where I want the assistance, right? But once I, I was like, yo, I've got all of the details prepared in zero. So really, I've done about 75% of the task. I was like, right. I went back on Upwork and I was able to find someone for £90. This person was fairly new to the platform, but they were able to evidence that they were listed on, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but there's a particular body that accountants or chartered accountants have to register on um, to prove legitimacy and all the rest of it. This person was listed on there. I had to check out the credentials and all the rest of it. You have to be safe. You have to, you know, make sure that the person that you're hiring is on job because they're going to have access to all your accounts and all that shit. So that all checked out. And because he was new to the platform, he just wanted to take on any job, I guess. So, yeah, 90 pounds. Because I had everything organized already, reconciled, I've got all the balance sheets and everything prepared already. And I've got the statements there so he can corroborate and just double check everything I've got all of the details he needed. So all he needs to do is just file it. Not a problem. So, I mean, yeah, it is possible to find accountants for uh, that don't cost a fortune. Depending on how this goes, I would be more than happy to rehire and keep on. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's a really it can be a stressful process. And I can't lie. There was a point where I was like, I don't want to run a business anymore because I don't want to deal with this shit every year. Like what if do you know what I mean? But. What I found was really helpful with the tax prep, I'm going to say it again, was zero. And this isn't an ad. I'm telling you, once you get the hang of that software. Now, QuickBooks, I tried, but QuickBooks is just not doing it for me. I, I just wasn't vibing with it. I just kept making mistakes. I didn't understand what the words meant and all that. Zero, I found to be a lot more user friendly. And if I can get the hang of it, anyone can. Because honestly, my brain is a scrambled egg a lot of the time. And so what I do now every time a transaction um, is made or whatever whether that's money going out money coming in I reconcile it immediately and I've set up the notifications on my zero app so that it notifies me whenever there is a transaction that needs to be reconciled and I just do it straight away and that way all of your finances are sorted out you don't have to worry about oh what's this what was this payment for because sometimes that's what that the first time I did my accounting the accountant was like well you've you've got a payment to PayPal but you haven't said what that specific payment is so you've got to categorize all of your transactions within your um, bank app as well so categorize them and label everything add tags just so it's easier to categorize it. And one thing I love with um, Zero, and I think QuickBooks does this as well, with, um, so when you're having to reconcile transactions, sometimes you might find that, yeah, you have to reconcile like 500 at once. <laughs> 500 will come up that you'll need to just, just make sure that they are what they are and that they're in the right place and that they're being recorded correctly, yeah? But once you type in something for one, it will sort of uh, match it with similar transactions. This has been marked as a dividend. So then it will just, I don't know, it just uses its um, digital sense and it will say, all right, these are all of the the transactions that are similar to this. And so it will already, it will auto fill out those sections for you. Um, and so it's just a case of you just double checking. Um, but yeah, I found that's been really helpful. Is just preparing everything on zero so that 
all it is is a case of the accountant just taking that information double checking everything just to make sure everything checks out and then filing it to company's house and hmrc and that's it you know and then after the first year because i got a free year of a registered business address through tide uh that's when i had to pay for uh, an address a business address for those of you who are freelance who are self-employed solo business owners or thinking about getting into any of those this episode was for you and i really hope it helped to demystify some of the things around accounting and tax prep and all that sort of stuff because it can be really stressful it can and I, I don't really think there's enough talk about how much these things cost because it's always like oh yeah you can use my accountant I'm like oh how much do they charge oh, I don't really know like hey I want to know how much it costs I want to know the cost specifically to the pound to the penny uh you know because hey we've got to prepare we're, we're in a cosy lives you know but yes I think I think that's all I, I've got for this episode I'm trying to think if there was anything else I said I was going to mention that I haven't mentioned but no I think that's it and yes so that's where I'm going to leave it but if you do have any questions or if there's anything that you would like me to talk about in more detail then you can always hit me up on Instagram or creativechamps.co which is getting a makeover by the way the website is going to be the new one is going to be opening in April yes I'm so excited because it looks so much better than the current one (laughs) and yeah i can't wait to share it with you all so yes on that note everyone have an amazing week rest of the week up until i speak to you again and uh as always thank you so much for listening all right take care bye